From BYU Broadcasting's Performance Studio, this is Highway 89. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. There was a time when, if you were a Scottish tenant farmer of the West Highlands, you might find yourself farming on a penny land. That's the name for the amount of land you could rent for a penny a month. If you were a Scottish tenant farmer, though, you'd probably not say penny land. You'd say it in Scottish Gaelic, which would just be pain. These days, if you named your folk band Pain, though, people might get the idea you're more into heavy metal than pipes and fiddles. So Pennyland it is today on Highway 89, and the band is, in fact, named in tribute to those Scottish tenant farmers who dreamed of better opportunities, uprooted their families and their instruments, and crossed the Atlantic to settle here. If you could be with us in the studio, you'd see that instruments outnumber musicians about three to one today. We'll hear about the instruments and the people in the band. First, some great music. Here's Pennyland with Scots on the Rocks and the Fairy Love Song and Jig here on Highway 89.
From Studio 6, we're listening to great Gaelic music from Pendyland. We just heard Scots on the Rocks. Also, the Fairy Love Song and Jig. Liz McDonald, first, I should probably ask you, you're MacDonald, M-A-C. Is that different than M-C? It's so different. It has no affiliation with the restaurant at all. <laughs> um, yeah, MacDonald. Scottish? Um, you know what? I don't even know. <laughs> I think Scottish. I'm going to say yes, Scottish. Introduce us to the band and some of the instruments that we're hearing today. So my husband, Robert MacDonald, who you could ask more about Scottish and Irish and the last name, um, is playing the border pipes, a little bit on the small pipes, whistles, flutes of all sorts, banjo, mandolin. We have Marvin Payne on guitar, mandolin and banjo and vocals. Michelle Adams on flute and vocals. Avery Crockett on harp. And Daniel McDonald, who is my husband's brother, on percussion. And fiddling. Yeah, and me on fiddling. Yep, we have to include you, too. So (laughs) tell us about Pennyland. It's a new name for the band that, with slightly fewer people, has been playing for a while. Yeah, so we just added harp and percussion a couple of years ago and changed the name to Pennyland. Before that, we were Annie's Romance. Robert started the band maybe 2010-ish with a different guitarist who left to go on a mission, and so then he got Marvin, and then a different fiddler who left for reasons I don't know about. And I, at the time, had a three-year-old and thought, like, well, maybe he's old enough that I could do something fun and leave the house once a week for practice. <laughs> and so I said I'd sub for a, for a while until he found a real fiddler and so then just loved it and stayed. You're a MacDonald by marriage, but did you play Celtic music before? I did. Fiddle? I'm a McFarland by birth. So yeah, my mom's a McFarland. I married a McDonald. One more question before we go back to music, which is we've seen some art in the promotional materials that has this interesting combination of the Loch Ness Monster, also the Spiral Jetty from uh, the Salt Flats and the Tree of Life out on the Salt Flats. What do those mean to you combining those? Well, I love printmaking and for my birthday last year decided to try, try one. And so I did create this art of a spiral jetty with the tree of life and just combining these sort of motifs from the two places that I love so much and I really do feel connected to in a deep sort of a way. So do you feel like this this Gaelic music you play, do you put sort of a new twist on it because of where you live and, and who you folks are, do you think? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I read recently that Utah has more Scottish immigrants than any other state except for Maine, I think largely due to the Mormon migration. There are lots of Scottish people here. We are just a few of them. And yeah, we love we love the music, and we do try to do it in a modern, distinctly sort of American way. All We're those, not pretending to be Scottish. All those Scots, and yet you cannot find haggis. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's an improvement. So let me t- let me have you introduce to us these next two: the Cuckoo's Nest song and the Hornpipe. Sure. So the Cuckoo's Nest is a song that we found in a, some recordings made by a man named Ellen Lomax, who was sort of a folklorist who went around collecting folk music from all over the world. We'll sing it for you now. Great. We're listening to a six-person band called Pennyland with these next two pieces, The Cuckoo's Nest Song and Hornpipe. There is a thorn 
is compassed all around. It is thorned, it is sprinkled, and it wasn't easy found. She said, young man, you're a thundering. You said it was my true body.
the Cuckoo's Nest song, along with Hornpipe. We're listening to Pennyland live in Studio 6 here today. We're going to talk for just a minute with Robert MacDonald. And Robert, for you, the study of this music and the context that it comes from is actually, besides just being fun as a performance, is a scholarly pursuit. Yes, that's right. Or at least it was a scholarly pursuit. I um, moved on to something different now, but I fell in love with the music, goodness, probably about 10, 15 years ago. And after I finished my bachelor's degree in English literature, I decided to pursue a master's. And I thought of all the things that I could study that are sort of related to English literature, folklore would give me the chance to kind of stay in the same field, but also pursue my love of folk music. Nice. That's really where it came from. Well, a lot of this music that you play hinges on this notion of stringing together a number of tunes into a medley. And so the question we had, because we hear this all the time, is are there traditional pairs that always go together, or does the band sometimes say, hey, we like these two? Yeah, so there are definitely tunes that are traditionally paired together, and it all depends upon the region of the world you're talking about. In Ireland, there are sets of tunes that are really kind of set in stone, and any session you go to all around the world, you'll find these same series of tunes played together. Same thing's true in Cape Breton, where you have a lot of Scottish tunes that are kind of really um, traditionally put together. But in our band, we kind of just find the tunes that we like and that we feel moved by, or sometimes we write them ourselves, and then we just string them together in ways that we think are artful and interesting. Well, we love titles of Gaelic music translated (laughs) into English, and this next set is no exception. So tell us about Can You Sew Cushions? Waffles for Friday and Drunken Tinker. All right, yeah. So Can You So Cushions is just a beautiful Scottish lullaby that I heard on a recording from a really wonderful traditional Gaelic singer. But this is not a, not a song in Gaelic. It's actually in English. And then we'll go from that into a couple of reels, which is, of course, um, one of the types of dance tunes. It's in 4-4 time. And the first one, Waffles for Friday, is one that I wrote just... We were going to say, we don't recall <laughs> waffles in, you know, Robert Browning's yeah, poems, I... or, or it wasn't in Braveheart, there weren't waffles. Uh, not that I'm aware okay. of, okay, yeah, okay. it seems like <laughs> All right. a Belgian thing, right? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, so... Uh, the tradition often is when you write a tune, you write to commemorate something significant. Mm. And for a while in my family, I made waffles every Friday as a tradition before I had to work on Fridays in the morning. So waffles for Friday was to commemorate that tradition. And then um, following that tune, we go into a traditional Irish reel called the Drunken Tinker. And you can guess what that's memorializing <laughs> in the name. Okay. Maybe he did this every Friday too, and maybe that was worth a song. Here is Pennyland, starting with Can You Sew Cushions? cushions and can ye sew sheets and can ye sing ballyloo when the bairn greets sing hey and who birdie sing hey and who Sing hey and who laugh, hey and who bird. 
But your daddy's a rockin' upon the salt sea. Sing hey and who birdie, sing hey and who Hey, new birdie, my bonnie wee man. And you sew cushions, followed by Waffles for Friday, original piece, and the traditional drunken tinker. Conversation for just a minute here with Marvin Payne. He is slinging guitar, slinging banjo, and slinging mandolin. Marvin, thanks for being here. It's my pleasure. This is a repeat performance. You've actually helped do a Christmas show on Highway 89 a couple of years ago. Yes. 
prominent individual artist. I'm going to claim you as a past writing collaborator for past. songs and theatrical works and hopefully future. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me, though, because you've spent many years as a solo artist, what you get from this very collaborative environment of a, a Celtic band? Well, I think um, collaborative would actually raise me to a level that I, I, I'm not terribly comfortable with because the fact is I, I spend most of my time just trying to keep up with these guys. Uh, I've never played this stuff before. I've always thought it sounded cool, mm -hmm. but I never really uh, immersed myself in it till till I recorded a couple albums worth of it with Tom and Gail Schultz about 20 years ago. And then I thought, uh, this, this is really wonderful, substantial, fun stuff. And anyway, when, when I got involved with these guys uh, half a dozen years ago, we were waiting for the guy to get back from his mission. And we think maybe he went, like, again. And then <laughs> waited so long. Again, because I'm still here. And, and I just sort of <laughs> show up at rehearsals and go, man, am I glad I'm still here. One quick question before we have you introduce the next tunes. Because this music has been around for so long, and these instruments have, for the most part, been around, do you ever just close your eyes and forget what century you're in when you're playing? Yes, actually, yes, very much so. We've played out at the, at the Renaissance Fair, out at uh, Thanksgiving Point, several times, and I spend most of, of the two days of the Renaissance Fair being William Shakespeare. And so then when Pennyland gets a chance to play, it's Pennyland with William Shakespeare sitting in on, on guitar. And so... Who knew? Yeah. And so <laughs> I'm coming from way, way far away. And yes, you close your eyes and, and you're, in a, you're in a different place. Good. Well, we're going to hear another piece. And I have carefully been rehearsed on how to pronounce this. Persta Bell. Did I get close enough, guys? I'm looking around for... Close. Okay, close, close. I'll keep working on that. This is Pennyland live in Studio 6 on Highway 89. Good night, 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 good night,
We're listening to Pennyland, Celtic music live from Studio 6 here in Highway 89. Daniel McDonald, you've been playing a couple instruments over there. One of them, I don't know what to call them, sticks? Yeah, they're actually the bones. Okay, the bones. Go. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to go dig these up right there. Well, traditionally they were from bones, and they've evolved to generally people use wood now. But okay. it's a traditional Celtic instrument along with the bowron, which is the drum. You've got two different frame drums or aurons. Tell me about the difference. Yeah, uh, the main difference is just the head. One of them is traditional rawhide. It's a goat skin, and the other is a synthetic head. I just I saw the Goodyear logo on that, I think. <laughs> is that the rubber head? Yeah, one of them is a plastic head, and it just gives a t- different tone to the bowron. Another thing I know you do is participate in drum circles. And yeah. you know, there are different instruments from all over the world, but I think every civilization has percussion. I think you're right, and it's a very, very old tradition. Interestingly, in the Celtic tradition, the bowron is a more contemporary instrument, but in other cultures, the drums are some of the original, oldest instruments, African culture and Indian culture, etc. Well, anyone who is watching will know that you're not just pounding on the beat, <laughs> that you're doing a lot more. Thank you very much. Oh, I'm going to ask uh, Robert to step in real quick and give us uh, a little heads up on this medley of, once again, these are A-plus titles, Sweet Molly, The Glen Burnie Rant, and my favorite, Put Me in the Big Chest. Yeah, fabulous titles. So again, these are, are reels, but um, unlike the last set, which was Irish, these are Scottish reels. And um, Sweet Molly, the first reel, and the third reel, Put Me in the Big Chest, are pipe tunes. Um, we kind of, because I play the bagpipes, we kind of tend towards pipe settings of tunes. So a couple of pipe tunes, and in the middle we have a great Scottish fiddle tune, Glen Burnie Rant. Nice. We'll let you get your pipes full. It's, it's interesting how you have to sort of pump the bellows till it's full and ready to go. Here is Pennyland live on Highway 89.
That's Penny Land with Sweet Molly, the Glen Burnie rant, and Put Me in the Big Chest. Conversation for just a minute here with Michelle Adams. Thank you, Michelle, for coming. Thank you. You play the flute in the band. We've also heard you singing. So all across the nation, people in junior high, sixth grade, high school, they're all learning to play the flute. But they're not learning to play this way. So what is the difference to you? Well, I grew up as one of those kids in junior high learning classical flute and the way I came across this kind of music was mostly luck. I um, was acquainted with the former flutist in the band who was leaving and recruited me in her spot and that was my first introduction to this kind of music and I've just learned as I've gone and it's been a great way to keep playing the flute in you know there's not many opportunities to play the flute in a in a band anymore at this so, stage so in my life. So much of this is <laughs> done by memory that's the tradition was Mm -hmm. that a big leap for you yes it was it's it's definitely different it's more by feel and listening to the other members of the band and you know we arrange the music just kind of on the fly during Mm -hmm. our rehearsals and so it's a different skill than what I was trained to do but um, it's so many times it's like the fiddle and the flute will be unison along with the pipe so if anybody's not on we all know. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully we haven't experienced that tonight. But <laughs> no, but it just seems like this little extra thing you have to keep in mind. Oh, yeah, right. we're all exactly together and everyone knows this. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. So what kind of gigs do you play? A band like this? I mean, weddings, wakes, 50-year anniversaries, what? <laughs> we haven't done a 50-year anniversary. We've done weddings, festivals, and as Marvin mentioned, the Renaissance Fair. Mm. We are 
scheduled to play at a Narnian-themed dinner in um, the next upcoming month. So you name it. I mean, whatever you have, we'll so play. So you'll play all those favorite old <laughs> Narnian tunes. Right. I can't, oh, that's, that's a whole new realm of Gaelic music. I'm excited for that. <laughs> well, we do have time for a couple more medleys, two of them. So tell us first about Shula Rune and the Bird's Nest. Shula Rune is an Irish tune. It's sung, so we'll be singing this one, and it's there's a term referring to this tune called macaronic, and that's because it's in part one language and part another. Mm. So we'll be singing some in Irish, and I guess the verse is in English, the chorus is in Irish or Gaelic. And it's the story that in old tradition there were, you know, the wealthier people who owned the land and then the people who actually worked on the land. And the Pennylanders. The Pennylanders, <laughs> exactly. And this is this is a tale of a woman who has sent her husband off to war to fight for the higher-up people <laughs> in their place. Shula Rune with the bird's nest. After that, another medley with Minx Lullaby and another of these wonderfully titled The Hag at the Churn. This is Pennyland.
That's Pennyland, the Manx lullaby, and the Haggett, the churn. Before that, Shula Rune and the Bird's Nest. Exciting to fill Studio 6 with the sound of pipes and fiddles, harps, bowruns, flutes, banjos, and even more on today's episode of Highway 89. Many thanks to our guests, Pennyland, that's made up of Robert McDonald, Liz McDonald, Daniel McDonald, Avery Crockett, Michelle Adams, and Marvin Payne. Find more at their website, www.pennylandband.com. If you just caught part of the show, would like to hear the beginning or listen again or share it with a friend, you can do that. All of our shows are archived online for free on-demand listening at byuradio.org slash highway89. Follow us on Twitter at BYUH89 for live show updates and special behind-the-scenes photos and video clips. Highway 89 is a production of BYU Broadcasting in Provo, Utah. The recording engineer is Mark Waite. Our student assistants are Victoria Khalil, Naomi Campbell, and Sadie Anderson. Our producer is Sam Payne. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.